Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Thank you so much, sweet Sam Schaefer, for being on today, chatting with me. Um, I'm so excited to just chat with you. No, I am really excited. I feel like we're on a similar wavelength. We're yes. high energy, and I feel like I'm talking to a local celebrity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ditto, sister. Like you are doing, and like every day you inspire me. Before we got on, I was telling you, like, your realness and the reality is that you are able to communicate your child was in the hospital and then you had you had a follow-up when was that yeah my my two-year-old was or my one-year-old was in the hospital for almost a week with pneumonia and then i had about five days off and then my two-year-old went in the hospital so it was february was a blur i don't i don't even know what month it is really right (laughs) It's the, collect- it's the collective unknown, mm-hmm. but yours is based in like back-to-back yeah. changes or, you know, just things uh, that you went through. And, but what I noticed in that experience was that you were able, you were so articulate, you like were able to communicate what we all feel as moms in hospitals, but in a way that was just so reassuring and so at peace. I'm just in all of you. I, I appreciate that because I, what I was writing and sharing was for myself too, you know, talking to myself in a way that I could stay calm and stay focused on the information I was getting in rapid succession oh. and trying to kind of work, kind of work at the same time. Um, you know, I know I met with people in February. I just don't remember it. <laughs> Because your brain can only handle so much. And so some of yes. it was just documenting that and, and sharing my experiences, whether it's kids in the hospital or something serious or something funny um, and things that really only moms can understand oh. or relate and to. We all understand, right? <laughs> like we are all there with you um, and, and really knowing what that looks like. So you are an agent with New York Life. Can you talk about your job, how you ended up there? And I also want to explore how you balance motherhood and working. That's a lot of all at once. Yeah, I appreciate you asking me about that. Um, I'm really proud of what I do. I come from a background of health and wellness and sport performance. And I just feel like financial wellness is an extension of self-care. That's how I feel about it. And in a way that I can speak authentically in verbiage that I understand <laughs> and that yes. other people can understand. So I say things like, okay, we're going to do an annual financial physical. Everybody knows what that is. Like you go to the doctor every year or six months and you get a tune up. And that is what we should be doing with our finances as well. And especially nowadays mm-hmm. with right? this, you know, COVID-19 yes. situation, Um, some people are finding themselves in favorable situations, unfavorable Mm -hmm. situations and everything in between. And 
really hitting the reset button and coming back to the drawing table is what I'm really encouraging people to do um, in my daily practice with clients. I love that financial wellness is really a form of self-care. I think that yeah. is just key to help us understand because a lot of times as women, we want to look away or we don't want mm -hmm. to take power, our power. Can you yeah. explain how you help women and families find, navigate this world and find their power in this experience? Yeah, that's a good way to put it, like finding your power and really being vulnerable with yourself in facing the music. I oh. was, I'm currently reading a book where the author says, you can't be successful and delusional at the same time. Oh, that is so good. Yes. And I just, I, I wrote it down on, in my notes too, because I'm that person that when I read a book, I take notes. <laughs> I do I that. Notes of you. Yes. yes. And it just resonated with me. And it's, it just reinforces my motivation with working with families in that way. And even though it's sometimes hard to hear, it's so true. You can't deny that. Right. Um, and I firmly believe that women can take their power and change their stars when it comes to their finances. Yes, we come from different backgrounds. We have different life circumstances, things change all the time with our family dynamics and our jobs and all of that. But I really encourage women to not have to ask for permission to take care of themselves and their families financially yeah. and in other areas too. But since we're talking about finances, you yeah. don't need permission to do that. Um, and then also that you can change your stars. Maybe you, you have the, the foundation and the beginnings of how you were raised, maybe the economic mm -hmm. background that you grew up in, some of it's favorable, some of it not so much. And if it's not so much, you can change your stars. It's not just what plopped in your lap. You have free will and choice to make movements and strides in the direction that you want. So I really come at it from a motivational angle with women and their families um, and try to make it uh, relatable and easy to understand. Yeah. Oh. That is so good. Now tell me, I've seen you doing your affirmations in the morning. Yes. I love that. Can you talk to me about the way you use affirmations? Because when you're talking about changing your stars and finding your power, I mm -hmm. find those two very connected. So can you talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that practice that you have? Yes. I get really excited about this because it's, it's newer to me um, and it's really that time of self-reflection. And since I, I do tend to remember things better if I write them down mm -hmm. and I can internalize them better if I write it down, that's just the, the alone time and the meditation type of method that I prefer to use. Nice. Because just me, if I'm sitting there like, um, some people can oh. do that. I'll probably have a little child like tapping me on the shoulder <laughs> or something like that. You know, it's hard for me to focus, but if I'm writing, I have to focus on what I'm writing. So I've been doing daily affirmations. I pick one affirmation for the week that really resonates me. And I do the same one all week. So I feel like I've practiced again, going yes. back to the fitness and back to the sports. I have to practice it yeah. until I, and, and sometimes I repeat the same one. I'm like, you know, I really didn't give that one a good go this week. I'm going to repeat that one. Um, so my mantras are abundance and money based and yes. focused. Um, I want to rewrite the narrative when it comes to money that 
There's plenty to go around. Have an abundance mindset when you're talking to your kids about your family budget instead of a scarcity mindset and saying, oh, that's too expensive or we can't afford that. You know, yeah. that, that can be kind of negative verbiage. And even when it comes to my affirmations, it's more about abundance mm -hmm. and you can change your stars. You have the energy to move forward. You can trust yourself in your decision-making given that you have all the tools, those types of things um, really motivate me to stay on track too, because sometimes you can just get on that, oh. that app or that delivery service yes. or, you know, and, and there goes, $20, $40, $50 that could have very well gone into savings or something, a, a better vehicle for accruing generational wealth rather than generational debt. Oh, that is so good because it is about, and how we, you know, I truly believe what you focus on grows. Yeah. So when you are focusing on abundance, and, and that money flows easily. I, I really think it would be fascinating to at one point do like a, just a money mm -hmm. mantra conversation with you and what we could bring up with that. Because I feel like as women, we, we feel like we're traditionally over the course of generations, yes. this is a systemic issue where over generations, money is almost a four letter word where we don't talk yes. about money. We do, we're, we're shy about making more money or, or seeing our money grow. Uh, don't talk about it. Definitely don't brag about it. Um, you know, don't just don't talk about it. Don't even think about it. You yeah. know, and then on the flip side of that, I think some of us can get ourselves in unfavorable situations because at the end of the day, as much as we don't want to talk about it, and we don't want to think about it. It's still there. We still have to pay our bills. We still have to. We still try to save for retirement. We still have to send kids to daycare or, you know, Billy needs braces or whatever. Yes. Yes. You know, it is still reality as much as we don't want to think about it. Oh, so tell me, Sam, how do you balance or balance or whatever word we want to use? Juggle. Mother, right. Yes, that is the truth. <laughs> um, motherhood and being a full-time working professional. Yeah. Uh, sometimes maybe this is even a mantra, but it's something I repeat myself. Sometimes you just yes. laugh so you don't cry. Oh, yes. Sometimes you're just, you're just like, you know what? That just happened. Just as long as everybody's safe and nobody got hurt, you know, it is what it is. Yes. Kids can be cleaned. Walls can be cleaned. Thank goodness for magic eraser. <laughs> um, sometimes fish sticks are dinner. Sometimes oh. I'll, I'll pull out all the stops. Uh, you know, I just be flexible. I go back to my sports days. I have a, a, my varsity basketball coach in high school when he would always say, bend so you don't break. And he was talking about it more with our, you know, the X's and the O's of the game. But that is something that I've taken with me. You bend far enough to adjust and know what your boundaries are and those types of things. But you just bend so you don't break. Um, honestly, on a more tactical, uh, message, I, I try to block schedule and I'm, so that, yeah, so I don't burn myself out. Um, and I don't burn the kids out because I do have younger kids. And so they also can't tolerate me being in front of my computer for three hours yeah. in a time. Yeah. If, if they're, if they're at home and I really need to get some stuff done, 
they can't tolerate that either. And honestly, it's probably better for me too. If I took 60 to 90 minute blocks and took 30 minutes off, it's probably better for me too. So I really just really listen to my instincts and my kids' instincts and what they need and what I need, what I feel is going to be best for the unit as Uh a whole. Um, And also on a tactical side, I, I don't underestimate the value of five minutes or 10 minutes or, you know, even smaller bits of time. I, you know, if my daughter waddles over and brings me a book, you know, she's not even a year and a half. I can read that book to her because really her attention span is only going to be five minutes anyways, <laughs> you know? So I have to put it in perspective of instead of shooing her away all the time and then having mommy guilt, I can probably have my cake and eat it too. I can read her a book. She's going to get tired of it anyway. Then she's going to toddle off and I can get back to what I needed to do anyway. So I just don't underestimate those smaller blocks of time and in, in making sure that I don't overcomplicate things with these larger blocks of time. If I just feel like it's not going to work out that day. <laughs> Again, I just adjust. So I bend yeah. so I don't break. I don't even know what, that is so good and something that we all need to remember. I think a lot of us working moms have been, all moms, it doesn't matter, have been just knocked aside a bit when we're, we have kids now all the time with us. Yeah. And just recognizing that we, we can bend, we can bend mm-hmm. and it, and it doesn't have to break us and really seeing that and embracing that then so you don't break. Yeah, exactly. Because we, do, we don't know how long we're going to be living like this. And once the, you know, stay at home orders lifted and all of that, we also don't know what that new normal is going to look like. It could very well be a hybrid of the past and the present. We don't yeah. know. So, you know, again, we'll just adjust. We'll just bend a little bit. And, and go from there. I just, I don't, just like with my clients, I don't, I don't uh, over promise and, and under execute. <laughs> I do the same thing with yeah. myself. I don't over promise myself like, oh, I'm going to get all of this done. Like, you know what? We're going to just focus on three things today. Oh. Why, brush your teeth, <laughs> comb your hair, get clothes on. Sometimes that's it. And that's, I'm okay with it. That is the, well, and that's for kids too. You don't overpromise yes. them because mm-hmm. that, what does that, yes, it's, it's, I think owning that is, is key. That is, that is power in itself. And I have to practice it because I have a tendency. I come a fam- come from a family of really hardworking people and from mm-hmm. a family that has entrepreneurs and small business owners where it's very normal to see um, people working in a way that would seem like it's all the time, but something that some people don't notice is you'll see our family around, you know, you'll see my kids. Sometimes I've held my baby while having a meeting, you know, my my arm was tired. I'm not going to lie, but (laughs) you know, I I want to normalize these types of conversations in a way that um, people know that I'm coming across authentically by default. (laughs) Like it just is. It just is. Oh, I can't. I, you, I'm just writing. I'm like crazily scribbling because it is, um, you have so much wisdom. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) You know, I, I, you know, my, 
my granny told me that, you know, because you're sometimes you're going through rough, rough patches in life and it just happens. And sometimes you just call your granny, right? Like, luckily yeah. I'm blessed enough to still have my granny around and I can call her. And she, she had said that, um, rock climbers don't become skilled by climbing the smooth side of the mountain. And that's so true, right? The more, the most skilled people, the most skilled rock climbers, they climb with all of the crooks and the, right. and the jags and the, and all that. So I appreciate you saying that, you know, I, I have wisdom, but it's not, it's not without uh, going through life, I, <laughs> real yes. life. And, and really, I think what you do so well is like move through life and, and reflect as you're, as yeah. it, and really process the each experience for what it is right. teaching you and what you're learning. Mm, oh, yes. my goodness. Yes. So, Cause I also have kids, yeah. you know, like oh my gosh. there are, there are times where I'm just under the blanket with the kids though, you know, watching yes. whatever show they want to watch or I want to watch or whatever. I have those moments too, but it's not without reflecting and adjusting and moving forward. Because we all need that. We all need to give ourselves that. I think yeah. about self-care. Can you tell me what self-care looks like? It's taking, for you, it's taking care of yourself financially, but what other aspects do you incorporate into your life that make the most difference for you? For mom specifically, um, like my mom life side, yes. um, I really... Uh, ask my kids questions and try to have conversations with them. You know, I, I yeah. really try to be intentional with that, even if it's babbling and I really can't understand what they're saying. I get really excited about it. Like, That's great. You know, and their excitement just, you know, you can't help but smile and that lifts my mood. Um, I really try to empower my kids also to make decisions, even though they're really young. So yeah. Uh, whether that is making their own sandwich, whether that is um, getting their own snacks, cleaning up their own messes, those types of things. I, I, I was raised uh, in my younger years in a single parent household. Mm -hmm. So that really resonates with me. And I'm grateful for those experiences, although challenging, like what you had said, it maybe has mm -hmm. brought some wisdom in a way yeah. that I can impart on my kids. Um, and with that, I'm empowering them and that's bringing self-care to me. Oh my gosh, <laughs> but not that is the truth. Out about, about their beds being made or not made or, you know, the dishwasher not be like, that is someone's jurisdiction. That's someone's job in my house. And that's yeah. a part of self-care for me through the lens of a full-time working mom. You know, does that kind of make sense? Yes. It makes, <laughs> it makes perfect sense in, in, for me and so many of us working moms, because we have to, we make it work. We're the ones who set the tone. We're the ones who decide how this is going to work. And we're driving the, sh driving the ship, you know? driving the bus, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> Like it's probably the funny, but you know, it's the, it's the wild bus for me, yes. the party bus. Yes. Like, I call it, it the feels... circus. Uh-huh. I call it my circus. <laughs> because circuses are crazy, but they're also fun. Like... They're a great time. They're a great. Festivals, sure... carnivals. <laughs> you know, okay. so also with self-care, I just, for me, I wake up 
before everyone, because that's my natural biologic clock anyway. I'm not naturally a night owl. Um, I have to be heavily caffeinated to be a night owl. So I wake up earlier than everybody and I don't mind that. So I can do my morning mantras. I can focus on what I need because I know when the kids wake up, it's off to the races. And then if I miss that time, it's really not going to happen or it's going to be, I'm going to be stressing out about trying to make it happen and trying to shove a square peg in a round hole. Like this has to happen. So, um, that's self-care for me too. Um, and I, I, I'm just really super simple with my, I manage my expectations of what that is. It's not grandiose. It's really just the basics. Can I shower alone? That's huge for me. And you laugh because it's true because my two youngest are both under three years old and I would be lying if the majority of my showers, they didn't want to be in there with me. And sometimes it is more convenient. Moms know that, but a shower by myself where I can blare whatever music, I can have it as hot as I want. That's self-care for me too, in this stage of parenting. 100%. And I just hit the stage where my oldest doesn't like, no, he still does. I was doing a video with someone and he was trying to cut, he found the scissors and was like, and then was Mm -hmm. trying to cut my, I mean, like, this Mm -hmm. is how it goes. So like, I try to hide everything away and like, the one thing that I've really been able to do finally is take showers by myself. And I'm like, I take like seven a day. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I do have another self-care thing. Again, it's through the lens of motherhood, but it's, I don't know, just try it out. It's a rule in our house. You cannot use all the hot water. Like if anybody is using all of the hot water, it's me. Because it sounds so selfish, but I get the kids out of the way. But my oldest, he'll take those long showers. And, you know, he's getting into his teenage years where he wants to take three showers a day and he wants it to be piping hot. If I come home from work and there's no hot water left, heads are rolling. I'm just saying. So this is (laughs) self-care again through the lens of motherhood because that's just something that feeds my soul is a hot shower by myself. (laughs) Absolutely. That is so good. It's just yeah. setting boundaries even within the the nuclear family unit yeah. to help with the self-care because you can't, uh, and I've, and I've explained this to him all this. And so now he understands it's not just a rule because I said, so it's he understanding what this does for me. And Absolutely. so now he, he, there's no, we don't have issues with it. So I'm eliciting or soliciting the help of yeah. even the youngest to the oldest in my house on how I can fulfill my self-care needs because they know that, or I hope they'll, they'll come to know that I am going to be encouraging of that as they get older as well and advocating for that. Yes. And I also think you're teaching them how to treat others as well in this process. Like, I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. But it's just incredible. I feel like, um, We're at time. I cannot believe it. It just happened like that. But I, Sam, may I please invite you back? No, I'm putting you on the spot. I'll ask you after. You volunteered me and I say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's so much more I want to touch on and ask you about. And I'm just so grateful for your time and your heart and the goodness that you share every day. So we, um, 
can so we can find you on the Instagrams, as I say, yes. at yes. simply sam.ks, right? Correct. Yep. Uh -huh. And then for tell us about how we can find you um, at New York Life or if we want more information. And that's what I want to have you back on sure. is like more financial planning advice and really what you you know, just all the work with clients and yes. common questions and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. So um, I do have a Facebook page. It's Sam Schaefer NYL uh, for New York Live. Um, you can also just Google me. I think I'm Googleable. <laughs> you just Google Samantha Schaefer, you know, New York Live or something like that. It should pop up. Um, I've done it. I did it a couple days ago and I, I was one of the first ones. So I don't think there's many of me running around. Thank heavens for that. There is not <laughs> <scary. too> many. <laughs> It's like only one per 1 million, one per capita. <laughs> this is, we're so grateful you were here, Sam. I'm so thankful. I this just so get, fun. Oh, this is so much fun. Okay. I'm going to hit the stop recording. Uh, hey, it's Jessica. I just wanted to quickly, um, before we go, I wanted to invite you um, to start coaching with me. I know that there is so much going on in this world and all we want to do is take control of our lives to feel more joy and more peace. And really what we know is that someone outside of the stories you're telling yourself, someone outside of the narrative and the thoughts in your brain, someone can help you walk through this time. I want to be that person. I would be so honored to help you. We get to create the habits to help us feel good and rewire your brain. And really, you don't have to live in chaos anymore. You don't have to feel overwhelmed. You have the key to your own joy. And I want to help you with the tools to unlock that joy. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm offering individual coaching practices right now with payment plans. You can try this out for one month. So book a disc free discovery session on my website, jessicastong.com. You can um, really just look into what I do. There is no obligation in these free discovery sessions. It's one hour of coaching consult to discuss what we can do together. We can do this. There is never going to be a better time than now. So do this and watch your life change. I'm so excited for you. Um, again, I can't wait to work with you. And um, if you have any questions, you also can email me at stong.jessica at gmail.com. Thanks so much. See you next week.